0: Hello, and welcome to the Mass Bar Beat, the podcast of the Massachusetts Bar Association. I'm Mike Vigno. During the NBA's annual dinner, the NBA will present its 2017 Access to Justice Awards to seven attorneys and one law firm, recognizing their exemplary skills and service to the community. Part of our series highlighting the 2017 Access to Justice Award winners, on this episode, we're featuring Wayona Nelson-Davies of Community Legal Aid, winner of the Rising Star Award. Nelson Davies is being honored for her role in overseeing Community Legal Aid's medical legal partnership with UMass Memorial Healthcare, working with clinical partners and medical providers to help represent low income clients seeking pro bono assistance. We spoke with Nelson Davies about what it's like working as a legal aid attorney within a medical legal partnership.
1: In legal aid, uh, as attorneys, we understand that we sometimes are the lifelines of our clients. If we cannot win an eviction case, for example, or negotiate for more time or secure alternative housing for our clients, they could be homeless. If we cannot win a mass health appeal, they could lose health coverage without any other viable options. So we come to work every day with that kind of pressure. With the medical legal partnership, it's a different kind of pressure. Medical-legal partnerships are about preventative health and legal intervention. So, you know, can an attorney step in and negotiate before that landlord brings an eviction case? Or can an attorney get mold removed before someone gets sicker from exposure to substandard um, conditions? And so I was being asked to endure this kind of pressure with these ambitious goals that requires strategic juggling of all the many moving parts in order to have possible outcomes. But then I was also excited because I had to remind myself that this was the very challenge that I've always advocated for as a legal aid attorney. I've always wanted to do more to have a bigger impact even though we do so much with little resources we have. I've always wanted more people to understand the stories of the people we serve to see the barriers and the struggle they faced. And so even though I was nervous, I was excited about this opportunity and very honored that the leadership of community legal aid has faith in me to make this happen. So now fast forward a year and a half later, I'm having a blast. Um, When you think about the work we do, you do not think about it being necessarily fun, but I'm having a blast because the best part of this project is working with our clinical partners and medical providers who are referring cases to us, then supporting the legal intervention by attending meetings and hearings to lend their medical expertise and writing letters of support.
0: Every client is different, says Nelson Davies, but some of the basic and most common day-to-day needs facing clients in the medical-legal partnership include special education services, disability, and public benefits, guardianship, and housing.
1: Um, So when this project started, we decided to focus on specific issues that the patients um, that we're going to work with identify as their present needs. So at the very beginning of this project in October 2015, we conducted a needs assessment of three UMass clinical sites. And during that needs assessment, we learned that patients wanted assistance with special education um, services, wanted assistance with disability and public benefits, um, which include you know, SNAP, food stamps, mass health cases. They also wanted assistance with guardianship cases because two of the clinics we work with had a pediatric um, population Um, with disabilities that were now transitioning into adulthood and needed family members to be able to continue um, to care for them medically. And then lastly, they want to help with housing issues, bad conditions, eviction, and homelessness. And so those were the areas that we decided to focus this particular project on because that is what the patients um, identified. So typically, based on that assessment, we created a project on how to manage um, you know, those needs. And um, so we don't have a typical day or I don't have a typical day at the medical legal partnership, but as far as our week, um, I spend two days a week at our clinical partner sites. So we have three um, clinical partner sites, Benedict Pediatrics, a family medicine clinic, and then a family health center. These are all UMAX clinics. While on site, I consult with clinical providers on the legal questions they have, I discuss, and then I take referrals from them. I also meet with patients while I'm on the site uh, and do client interviews while I'm there. Being on the site is really crucial because it allows me the opportunity to be integrated into the clinical team. I also train providers on how to screen for legal issues and on specific legal areas. Um, for example, training a provider on the process of school district uses to determine whether a disabled child is eligible for special education services.
0: Even in the early stages of her career, Nelson Davies has an acute awareness of the importance of doing pro bono work within the legal aid community.
1: I feel like as attorneys, we're storytellers, um, and the story of all clients is really what our work is about um so why i think it's important for attorneys to do pro bono work you know one like i uh, shared um with the client story a simple letter from an attorney to an employer demanding that that employer reverses its discriminatory decision to terminate her can get her job reinstated it can get her back health coverage right representation by an attorney can restore utilities for an asthmatic client. An attorney can obtain transportation services to medical providers for a client with multiple medical conditions. Just having an attorney at individualized education program IEP meetings can ensure that disabled children get appropriate special education services and placements. An attorney can obtain a voucher for a domestic violence victim so that she can relocate to a safer environment. And these are examples of cases pro bono attorneys have taken on. So to me, experiencing the impact on the lives of the people we serve is very fulfilling. It's amazing the power of an attorney that we possess that can affect change. Attorneys have power because of their brilliance and exceptional skills. And that power, in my experience, can save someone's life. For me, it doesn't get any more important than that. And to me, it will forever influence the career of any attorney. And for any attorney who don't believe um, that it can happen, I encourage them to volunteer you know, with the medical legal partnership or any other pro bono project and just see um, if you know, working with these clients and being involved in their life do not change you.
0: hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Mass Bar Beat, and we invite you to listen to the other episodes in our Access to Justice Award series to hear more inspiring stories from the 2017 honorees. On behalf of the Massachusetts Bar Association, I'm Mike Vigno. Thank you for listening.